Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. Hi guys, welcome back. We are finally back with another episode of Blood Times. It has been far too long. We've missed you guys. Hopefully you miss us. And we're back to talk about episode nine. But beforehand, if you've just been wondering where we were, because I know you missed us in your weekly lives, um, we have another podcast called Broke Girl Energy, where we go into detail and just a little sneak peek. It involves car accidents and TikTok drinks and trust funded white boys so definitely go give that a listen <laughs> you don't know what you're missing yeah. if you don't listen <laughs> it's like us unfiltered is how i would describe bro girl energy i like that yeah that's a pretty good like, accurate description yeah just like a synopsis <laughs> um but now we've missed true blood which i had withdrawals me too. It was so weird to like not watch an episode. I would sit here and be like, I wonder what they're going to do next. Exactly. Because I feel like everything's ramping up to the finale, which right. is in like three episodes, which is crazy. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot more of the season that we think was like later on. And it's so shocking to be like, everything season hap- one? Yeah. Everything's <laughs> happening right now. I think even in this episode, like the how it ends was shocking it's something i thought happened in seasons like four or five yeah like not from the get-go well no wonder sookie has trauma because everybody (laughs) keeps wanting to tell her out of anybody else their deepest darkest secrets that they've never told anyone i know the poor girl i feel bad for her with that i guess just let's get started let's get started all right so we are on season one episode nine and i'm going to butcher this title name but it's placer de amour so hopefully that's right <laughs> bill breaks the vampire taboo and protecting sookie and must pay a steep price as a result so we start with bill stabbing long shadow while Eric and Pam are just fucking hanging out <laughs> watching this happen. Like the most unfazed I've ever seen anybody. They're just like, right. oh, okay, cool. But it's really like Long Shadow. Like it dives right in. Like yes. from a second since the last episode ended. Like his hands are literally around her throat. Right. And Bill's the only one that, you know, cares because you, <laughs> like Eric, the only reason she's there is because Eric like invited her. And he's right. just like, He's like, well, whatever happens, shouldn't, happens. Shouldn't get involved. And later in a couple seasons, you're going to want to fuck her. Exactly. So if she had died right then, you, you would never have fucked her. Yeah. So she did you a favor. <laughs> Bill did you a favor. Bill did you a favor. Yeah. Um, so he stabs Long Shadow right over Sookie. She gets covered in blood and vampire guts. Ginger is going fucking crazy. I bless her heart. Uh, And I don't blame her. I guess as humans, like, we would be traumatizing like that. And my next note is, like, all I can say is trauma. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm glad she was glamoured or else yes. they would have to pay for, like, years of therapy. Oh, years of therapy. Mm-hmm. And she's already, like, their number one drug abuser and, like, runner and whatever. So, thankfully, they glamoured her. But Eric was like, I don't give a shit what we do with her. Like, I was like, we could her. either kill her or just keep her. I don't yeah. know what we're And <laughs> Pam's like, well, I don't want to deal with her. They're, like, drawing straws, uh, like, how to handle <laughs> her. 
I mean, she seems a little crazy, but Pam brings Ginger into the bathroom, or she's going to oh, help she Suki change. Right, and Suki realizes she's glamoured, and Suki just plays along. She's like, yeah, nice to meet you, whatever, but she totally realizes what has happened. I guess it's just easier to just be a previous. <laughs> you just saw somebody get murdered in front of you, so I guess it's easier just to play along at that point. Just like, let her have this. Yeah. Let her have this. <laughs> So Sookie's just washing her hair and shit in the bathroom of Fantasia, as one does. She's just staring at herself in the mirror. She looks great covered in blood. How does she not throw up like Ginger did? Like, how how does she not, like, just vomit? I guess everyone reacts differently. Shock. Yeah, she's probably so scared. Mm -hmm. At that point, you just want to go home. You're like, okay, I'm done. So what I love about this next scene is that Eric brings Bill to the back so they can have a discussion. And he just microwaves the true blood. He just pops it in the microwave and is like, here you go. You I guess that's this. what you have to do. Yeah. To get it up to the accurate temperature. I just want to know. I know they sold them like years ago. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what it tasted like. I feel like I'm Hoyt and I just want to like order one just to see. If anyone has True Blood lying around, I want to try it, but I feel like it's so old at this point. It is not up for human consumption anymore. (laughs) It probably would taste like rust. (laughs) Eric is finally like, Bill, do you love Sookie? And Bill's like, oh, of course not. I just have to, she's special. I have to protect her. Yeah, he really goes around around the bush. He goes, she just needs to be protected. And Eric's like, you love her. So I want to have her. It's like a childhood taunt. Ooh, you love yeah, Suki. Right. <laughs> Ooh. Like. And we find out that Bill shouldn't have killed a vampire. Now he's going to have to suffer some consequences. And he's going to go to, like, vampire court, right. which is the weirdest, like, thing I've ever seen. And especially when we go to where, like, when that scene happens, um, I think it's episode 10. Uh, it's just, it's just a weird a whole weird situation, how they have that set up. It's like in a parking lot. It's it's so strange. Is there a vampire court in Twilight? Um, there's not. A, yeah, there's like a higher power gotcha. of like ancient vampires that decide if you live or die or not. But oh. they live in like Italy and have like these like famous or like big, I guess not even mansions. They're just known to be like rich and powerful. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I haven't seen Twilight, so I'm excited to get to that whenever we record those specials. Yes, we are. Are we going to do a special? I guess we, I never we really announced it. We just yeah. did it when we were planning. Um, after this uh, season is over, we're going to, between the seasons, we're going to watch a vampire movie. Vaughn has never been blessed by the Twilights, and <laughs> we have to watch the first one, and we will just record an extra long podcast about it, or we're thinking of live streaming it as we watch it. So definitely leave comments on our Instagram page, or we have a uh, Gmail that we'll leave in the comments or the description of this podcast. Reach out to us. Would you guys want to watch Twilight together? Yeah, because we'll totally live stream it somehow without getting the live stream shut down. (laughs) Yes, we'll try to figure this out on our end. Or we'll just be like, okay, start the movie at this time and it's like we're all watching it together. But yeah, I can't wait for you to see the ridiculousness that is Twilight. I can't wait to watch Edward almost throw up when Bella walks into the room. Oh my god, it's the best. I can't wait for that scene. Yes. Then the baseball scene. Okay, well, one's at the beginning and one's at the end. So you're definitely going to have to watch the whole thing now. Um, The back to... True Blood. I can't tell, like, in these early episodes, because um, going back to, they're still in the club, and they, Pam goes to check on Sookie, I guess, and um, she's worried about Bill, and she goes, no, 
and men are talking. Right. You change into this, yeah. and we'll take care of it. And then she, like, literally takes Vampire out of her cleavage. Like, does Pam like her, or does Pam hate her? That's she, what I don't understand. She does say, I see why everybody is making a fuss about you, but I can't tell if that's, like, a compliment or a sarcastic dig. Like, bless your heart, you Yeah, know? I feel like maybe she just doesn't like anyone. Right. Except for Eric. Do we ever see, like, Pam's story? I really don't think we ever do. Mm-hmm. I know that she was turned by Eric, so maybe we get, like, a story about that. But I don't think we get, like, a true backstory where Pam came from, like, who she is as a person. Oh, anyway. man, I would love that. Me too. Pam, get a TV show. Get a TV show. <laughs> That's the spinoff. Oh, my God. Love it. Yes. <laughs> So we go to Jason and What's-Her-Face, who are the worst, uh, Amy. I was going to say, I thought, did you really forget her name or you just (laughs) refuse to say it? In all of my notes, it says, I hate Jason and (laughs) (laughs) What's-Her-Name. So him and Amy are in the basement of Jason's house and they're holding Eddie hostage. Jason is trying to, I guess, negotiate with Amy and is like, hey, I don't think we should be doing this. And Amy's like, but we need to do True Blood and it's so much fun. And if you're not going to do it with me, then I'm just going to do it by myself. Yeah, she doesn't even consider him human. Like, literally, yeah. it's a freaking kidnap situation. Right. And first off, where does one get a thimble? Yeah, what an interesting thing to use as a cup. Yeah. You're just like, well. Like, she just laps it up like a dog. <laughs> and where did Jason have that in his house? I don't know. It used to be his parents' house, so maybe True. his mom. In the basement, I don't know why. But it's the weirdest thing um, where they're just literally drinking his blood in front of him. Like, in front of Eddie. Like, they make him watch. It's so disturbing on yes. many different levels. I really hate the fact that Jason tries, I guess, to be the bigger person at some point, And then just ultimately is like, stop talking to me, Eddie. Don't look at me. Like, I'm just going to do this. And I'm going to get high. Yeah, I don't think that's who he is. I think he's just, like, peer pressure does shit to right? a person. Because... This woman who he likes is like convincing him to do this and shit. He's already in the basement. Right. What is he gonna do now? Exactly. <laughs> I guess at that point. Yeah, they're not gonna let him go. But then they do end up just having sex in front of Eddie, which is so disrespectful and gross. Yeah, just throw a tarp over him or right. something. Go upstairs. Oh, they're too high to do take stairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like climbing a mountain. <laughs> they think they're swimming or what kind of thing. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, yeah. They're like twirling through a jungle and like swimming through an invisible river mm-hmm. and just fucking all over the place while Eddie watches. Yeah. It's disturbing. And they make eye contact with him. Just any. If you're having sex and making eye contact with anyone other than who you're inside of, mm. <laughs> it's just weird. I guess that is some people's kink. So then we flash to Tara, and she is back in the bus on the swamp, talking to the lady who did mom, her mom's exorcism. Um, and Tara is definitely being scammed. The woman essentially doubles the price uh, because Tara is more dangerous. And what's really sad about this is Tara is like, I'm more dangerous? My mom literally threw up, and I caught her eating the vomit because she didn't want to waste the alcohol that was in it. And she goes, nope, you're worse. Yeah, you're, and it's because of the loneliness you have inside of you. That's why you're worse. Give me $800. Shouldn't my mom be charged more? Because, like, she made my trauma? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I put in here, I was like, Tara, you don't need this. You need therapy. I just love that she goes... Um, seven ninety nine ninety five. Like it's a like an infomercial <laughs> right. on TV. But she does say that the drink is on the house, <laughs> so you know that takes a good five cents off. Okay, well, it must be hard to just be at that point where 
you feel like that's your only option. Yeah. She's like, I don't have anybody else I can talk to or trust, so I'm just gonna go get to an this lady. On a bus. I mean, she fixed the person that she thought was unfixable. Yeah. So it's like watching a miracle right. in front of your eyes. So of course you're gonna believe it because most people believe whatever they see. Well, and you made a good point earlier when we were talking about it, when you were talking about the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, sometimes the placebo effect is just as... As strong as the real thing. Exactly, because if you want it so bad and somebody's like, hey, this will fix you, you know... You believe it. Yeah, and the mind's a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. So. Too powerful. Too powerful. That is so bad for Tara. Like, she has no other siblings. Right. Sookie's too messed up with whatever the fuck she's doing <laughs> who she's talking to or whatever or who's dying around her this day yeah it must be very lonely well and i think that's why she resonates so much when the woman in the bus is like if you can't stand to look at your own reflection for more than 10 seconds you need to come back and see me because that's essentially like her selling point mm-hmm. and she's like you're so lonely it's spread to your eyes and if you can't stand the side of yourself for 10 seconds then you know i'm right and if you really can't, then, of course, your next step is going to be like, oh, shit, she was right. I need to go give her that money to fix this inside mm-hmm. of me. I just think, also, of course, she's ashamed. Of course. Like, this has been her life for how long? Right. Probably since she was little because of how um, Suki's grandma had to right. pretty much raise her. And then, Her story is the worst out of everyone. I know. She's such a complex character. Yeah. And... I feel like, well, especially in the South, I think everybody has known somebody like this or just had it rougher than other people. Definitely. And yeah, she acts hard on the outside, but she's so, she just wants to be loved. Yeah. And it hurts. And she finally reaches out to someone or tries anything to fix it because like you said, she's desperate. Right. And I don't even know if exploited her is the thing, but she's considering it because of everything that's kind of going on. I'm like, if you could fix this bitch, you could fix me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where do I find the bus? So yeah. I'm looking for. Like, hold on. I'm going to go sell right. my left kidney and then I'll get you your seven nine nine ninety five. <laughs> Hopefully another stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> so was Eddie trying to kill himself with the blood or do you think that's just... Like where he's crying or where it just like leaks out? Both. I think they're just... Well, they have the drain in them. Right. So they just... Should put like put should they should have put a bucket down like if they're so worried about right like getting V if you're gonna bleed them dry yeah at least collect it yeah like you'll need it well then we find Bill trying to comfort Sookie question mark she's I mean, like laying in his bed well she just had cat we we skipped over where the cat <gasps> oh, was on the did. ceiling yeah they came home and she's in that leather ass dress and mm-hmm. the first thing she does when she turns on the light is she's like more more. <laughs> Other people's blood on her face. Right. And it's the cat that's just hanging around mm-hmm. the ceiling. Yeah, it's a very quick scene, but very yeah. traumatizing. And when they're laying in bed, Suki, Bill's like, you should be trying to get some sleep. And Suki's like, every time I close my eyes, I just see your face. And he goes, your cat? And she's like, no, my grand. <laughs> yes, Bill, the fucking cat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I see. That was the most traumatic one. Was it cat. Tina? Did I, did Tina, I make... okay. yeah. Yeah, I feel really bad for Suki. It's how many people she has lost in such a short amount of time. And even when she wasn't close to, like, Maudette and Don, still that being associated with your brother, I'm mm-hmm. sure it was very traumatizing once again. Like, she needs therapy. Like, like, they're killing people associated with vampires. The cat cannot help that she's fucking vampires. <laughs> Just take her outside. 
Hyde or something like Ray Homer. Mm-hmm. Don't kill the cat. I know, I hate any animal violence, even though it's fake. Yeah. You can clearly tell that wasn't a real oh, cat. Oh, it was a complete but fake it, cat. But it was still upsetting. They're going to be like, you ain't got no family now, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, Bill is essentially telling her, like, this is all my fault. Uh, I got you into this, blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, no, I did this to myself. I'm the one who went along with all of this. I'm the one who continues to go along with it, even though my whole family is fucking dead. It's my fault. And don't you think if I could blame somebody else, I would? Mm-hmm. Which is great. She has great self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Gosh, more than I have. <laughs> but, like, you've known this guy for, what, three weeks? Yeah, exactly. I don't think I've ever met somebody worth in three weeks that was like, yep, I'll let, if my family's murdered, I'm just gonna stay right here with you. Like, thanks for all you do. There's people I have known for years that I wouldn't even commit a crime no. with. And Jason and Amy are just out here uh, kidnapping people. Right? He just met her, and she's like, let's just go throw this guy in the back of a truck. And it pretty much says, I've done this before. Yeah, I mean, they kind of just made, well, they seemed to make it up as they went. But right. as you could tell, when they got him back, they she didn't think it through. No, mm-hmm. she knew what she was doing. She goes, we're just going to kill him. Why? If your whole goal is to have something that you are farming and, like, you're trying to get this from, why are you killing your source? Like, you're just gonna go and kidnap another vampire? I guess I guarantee you that won't work. My only thing, and I guess this is just how to how the plot had to go, is if you were just gonna drain him anyway, which is exactly mm-hmm. what her mind thought right. like I guess process was, why you already had him subdued, just do it at his own house. Yeah. Well, I take him to a second location. Yeah, you're taking it all the way back to you so you can get figured out. Right. Like if they had just not left anything, he's a vampire. Nobody would have investigated it. Right. It could have just been anybody who found out he was a vampire and would have drained him. But right. you first went like went to his house and then went through all of that to get him in the truck, to get him into Jason's house and all of that. When you could have just like taken his shit. Yeah. Take it like did it there. Right. Yeah. I fucking hate Amy. Especially when Amy had no intention of like feeding him, keeping him alive. Like that right. was her sole goal was just the blood. Yeah. Why make it harder? Just take it. And, yeah. And bring like one of those actual blood bags from like the Like the um, rat race head. Yeah, exactly. And just take some blood and then leave. Like how much are you going through that you can just take a 16 ounces? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know ounces. <laughs> we live in America. We <laughs> I'm like, if it's not a McDonald's cup, I don't know. I, don't know I need a Trenta's Starbucks cup full of vampire Just blood. Just vampire please. blood. <laughs> but even if you wanted to take all of it, stop making it so hard. They could have yeah. just like killed him and went on with their lives. Right. So then we flash to Jason and Amy and they're outside of Jason's house and they can hear Eddie screaming. And Jason's like, are we still high? And Amy's like, no. And he's like, well, I can hear the trees laughing because they're being tickled. Oh my God, that's the stupidest line I've (laughs) ever heard on TV. And then he goes, why am I talking this way? It's like, because you have so much vampire blood in you. You've done nothing but been on a bender for three days. Yeah, it does get him in trouble, though, because he puts Renee's life in danger because he has to saw through a root. Right. 
And Jason's like, whoa, 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 Renee. You can't do this. This tree is connected to all of us. And he tackles him while Renee is using, like, a a jackhammer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and almost kills him or could have killed him. Yeah, and he's like, I have people that rely on me. Whoop, you're a fucking tree hugger. Just, (laughs) it's a tree. This is your job. He's like, I'm getting married, okay? Mm -hmm. You can't fucking kill me now. I know, and then Hoyt was like, hey, Jay, calm down. And he goes, we on the football team? You can't call me Jay. And I'm like, you're an idiot. I... Jason's the worst. You got caught. You were stupid. Right. Don't take it out on somebody else just because you did something stupid. Right. Exactly. And poor Hoyt was just trying to help. I know. <laughs> trying to be a big He's baby. so sweet. I can't wait till like he's more in the story. Yeah. I I feel like it'll happen towards the end of season one and season two if how fast with how fast the story is developing. Like he becomes a pretty main character. Yeah, pretty so. important. But I hate his mom. I hate Oh, we go to Tara, and she's trying to spend ten seconds with herself, but then her mom walks in. And she goes, what would you have done if I was doing something private? And her mom was like, well, I raised you in a house of God, so if you would have been doing something like that, it would have been your problem. It's like, you can't even masturbate in your own home? Come on! I doubt it. I feel like that's she's a helicopter mom when she's not drunk. Yeah. At least she goes, there's Sam or Lowe's here to see you. (laughs) With flowers. Yeah. (laughs) And white men only do that when they want to have sex with you again. I feel like Sam does try to be sweet. Sam is a good man. Yeah. He is a good man. Sometimes he's too aggressive. Mm, True. With with (laughs) Sookie, he was too aggressive. But like we talked about, this whole relationship, Mm -hmm. I liked it at first. Because they're both like outcasts and kind of fucked up and like can relate to each other because they have really bad childhoods, you come to find out. Right. But I don't know. It's a weird tit for tat where she's like... She goes to him when she wants something, and then she pulls away. Yes. And then she goes, no, I don't want this. It shouldn't even be. Like, they don't know how to do freaking friends with benefits. Because no. it was supposed to be just, like, just sex, and that's all. And now he's showing up at her house, and she's going to him when she needs, mm-hmm. like, to feel loved. Uh, essentially, t- Sam is like, I want a relationship. And Tara's like, I'm too fucked up. She tells him about the exorcism she's thinking of having. She tells him it's $800 and that she can't afford that. And she was like, you want to hear something real fucked up? I'm about to go to a bus in a swamp and have a woman do an exorcism. Because <laughs> apparently I have a demon living inside of me. <laughs> I think she just tells him shit to see, like, to scare him away. Definitely. Which I I totally get it. I've done that. Yes. <laughs> Been there. Yeah, I know. In my relationship that's now seven years old, I, I told him everything to try to, like, get him not to like me. Oh, yeah. I still do it sometimes. There are some days where I'm just like, well, let's test those <laughs> <laughs> But they're so weird. Even when he ends up giving her the money. Right. It's like a weird, like, fight about it. She's like, I don't want your money, Sam. And he's like, well, it's my money, so I can do whatever I want with it, and I want to give it to you. And then they just, like, make out. I know. It's it's so toxic. It's <laughs> so toxic. But it's like, oh. They're kind of cute. I know. But I have daddy issues. So I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so we're back at Merlots. Mm-hmm. So he's finally at work. But Arlene is talking to Sam about having their wedding shower at Merlots. I know. And he offers to, to like, do it. He's like, I'll provide the, van- the bands and the catering. But you guys are on your own for alcohol or whatever. She's like, I don't want to have it inside, because then it'll feel like work. Can we do it outside? And Sam's like, I literally don't care. Yeah, whatever the <laughs> fuck you want, I guess. Right. <laughs> Though, Suki does make a good point about Arlene's excitement. If she's this excited about her, what, fourth marriage? Uh, I think it's the third, yeah, third yeah. or fourth. So, I couldn't imagine how excited she was about her first, when she's just like, going around showing everyone the ring and, like... I want to see her when she found out she was pregnant. 
Oh, yeah. She probably went off the deep end. She's like, yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Good impression. Because that's my Arlene impression. Babies. (laughs) That's just what Southern women do when they get pregnant. Babies. Especially the look look at me women. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pick me and look at me women. I feel like that's Arlene. Uh, it's every woman in this series, <laughs> which is, I love Sookie. Like, I feel like Sookie is me as a pick-me girl. Mm. <laughs> she is a pick-me girl, she but she is. she's not all the time. Right. But there's sometimes she could be a brat, especially yes. when her grandma was still alive. And I think it was a couple episodes ago when she was like, everybody's making a fuss about the employers. Right. Like, and- Bitch. You did it, Sucky. <laughs> I was like, you got horny when he walked in the door. <laughs> you fell in love with Bill the instant you saw him. Yeah. And all she was like, you didn't even know his name. Right. You just do. there's a vampire. There's a vampire. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Annie Bell Floor is there, and I guess he is one of her tables. And she's like, what can I get for you today? And he's like, well, I don't appreciate the attitude. And she's like, well, I don't appreciate you being here instead of at the police station when all of my family members keep dying. Did you know that he killed my cat last night? And he's like, what? Why didn't you go down to the station? And she's like, because you they would have just sent you and you haven't done anything. It's true. So true. But I love that Amy was like, hey, go take a fucking walk. Right. Yeah. And he shows up and is like, Andy, I'll take care of you. And she goes, what do you want? A fucking cheeseburger and fries? <laughs> After Sookie called him out, she's like, I don't even know why you look at the menu. You always get a cheeseburger and fries. I don't know what's on the menu, but me too. Uh, chicken tenders and fries. <laughs> Literally me last night. I went, and we went to the restaurant and I couldn't figure out what I wanted. Ended up with a burger and fries. It was so funny. <laughs> Talk about that upper girl energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it's classic. Like, I know she's trying to be nice. I know you don't trust her. I don't trust her. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what she does, but I feel like Amy just, I don't know. I totally for- I forgot about her as a character, so yeah. she must leave soon. I feel like she gets murdered. That makes sense. Um, and maybe that's the killer's last victim before he's caught. Maybe. I don't remember. He's already got three and a cat, so <laughs> track him up. That's half the town. Well, Suki and Amy go outside to Bond mm-hmm. after Amy essentially kicks her off the table and I was like, you need to take a break. And Suki's like, sometimes I wish I smoked so I could just go outside without anyone thinking something was wrong. Which, same. <laughs> I just wish people had, like, non, like, people who weren't smokers still got smoke breaks. Me it's too. like, I want to go outside just because I'm not killing my lungs slowly every day. Right. I want 10 to 15 minutes just to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Or, like, the episode, I know this is, we're all over the place. We forgot, we must have forgot how to do this. <laughs> but, like, who was it? Oh, it was if Friends, when Rachel just goes to, like, she is a fake smoker just so she could have, go out there and talk to her bosses because they were making decisions over oh, smoke breaks. that's right. So she goes and pretends to be a smoker, which I'm like, fuck, sometimes I'm like, I just started smoking, I need a right. smoke break. That was me years ago trying to fit in. I'd be like, oh, we're all outside smoking. We're yeah. so cool. <laughs> We're bad. (laughs) (laughs) So Sookie reminds Amy that she's way too good for Jason. And Amy's like, I know I'm not stupid. They are bonding, I guess. And she, Amy is telling Sookie that Jason misses her. And that she has a lot of people around her who love her. And Amy hopes to one day be included in that for Sookie. I hate that line. Me too. It's weird. It's like you've only known him like weeks. Right. And you're like, I want to love you, Sookie. I want to love you. We, we should be a family. Like, 
No, you also forget he punched me in the face or slapped me across the face. It's going to take a minute. Yeah. In my head, he just straight up, like, fucking sucker puncher. I can't remember if it's slapped or not. Yeah. It's an open palm, which isn't yeah. even any better. No, 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 no. Yeah. With his full, full, like, he right. wedged back and just smacked <laughs> her across the face. I'm like, it's going to take a minute. Yeah. that More than a week and a half. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So he's pissed off and drives off the, the job site, which it's nighttime by the time he gets home, and he's still pissed about it? Yeah. It, it, time does not exist in my <laughs> It does not. <laughs> and he's mad at something, like, he did. This was all you. You right. did it wrong. Like, you, this is your fault. He just whips in the drive and grabs a beer and starts yelling at Eddie just because he's mad at his own, like, actions. Right. And then eventually does go down to where Eddie is. And Eddie's like, this chair is so uncomfortable. Can you pick me up? And it does look very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, I can't <laughs> do it. They don't give him a cushion or anything. Yeah, it's just like a chain link chair. And they start bonding. He's a prisoner at that point. Right. He really is. Uh, Though his face is healed. Mm -hmm. And it's only been a few hours, I would assume. Mm -hmm. I love Bill playing virtual golf (laughs) on his Wii. (laughs) That's, yeah. That's our next, like, big jump after Eddie and Jason start bonding and Jason's, like, pulled something in his back after helping Eddie move mm-hmm. in the chair. Oh, then Tara, like, confronts Sam. Yeah, about the money in her cubby. But then it's like, I wonder what Bill does on his free time. I would have never guessed the Wii. No, virtual golf on the Wii. <laughs> Which, of course, you do tennis or bowling. Like, right. why golf? <laughs> the white people sport. <laughs> And then Eric, Pam, and we meet Chow, who was Long Shadow's replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eric essentially shows up and is like, hey, you committed a great crime? Question mark? Yep. We, um, we got to take you to court now. Right. And of course, everything he does, I have to talk to Sookie first. <clears throat> but there's like a cute point where Chow's like, oh, we? What's your game? <laughs> and they talk about golf. And then Chow beats Eric? I don't know how golf works. Or he has a better score better than score. Bill, which in golf, please excuse us if we're wrong. We don't know shit about golf. The lower the score, the better it is. Great. Yeah. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds right. Yeah, it's like opposite of everything. Yeah, and then Bill's like, I liked Long Shadow better. What I really love about Eddie and Jason's dynamic is... I don't think Jason realizes that Eddie's, like, purposely trying to get under his skin until Eddie brings up Amy. Because he says, like, do you love that girl? Do you plan on marrying her? Mm-hmm. And Jason's like, I mean, I guess I could see her do- being the one. And Eddie's like, don't do it. She's a psychopath. She's more dangerous than I am. He's and- the only one that fucking talks sense into him. Like, exactly. she's weird. Mm-hmm. This is all moving so fast. You're just too drugged up to realize it. Right. And then Jason gets mad and storms off and is like, I'm going to go get more beer. But this is a good tactic because um, I know later in the episodes, I think it's the next episode because I, I watched further out. <laughs> um, he uses that a, him saying Amy might be the one against Amy. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So I feel like he's trying to like pit, pit them against each other. Right. I don't know how he sees that that's going to benefit him because he's not getting out of there alive. Right. But he's like... He's a shit stirrer, and I love it. <laughs> I respect it, Eddie. <laughs> I love it. I mean, because Amy is really fucked up, and I don't think that Jason would have continued this if she wouldn't have shown up. You know, he would have been scared out of it at some point by a vampire, whether that's Pam or somebody else at Fantasia. I don't think Jason's smart enough to pull off anything to 
kidnap a vampire oh, no. and drain it of its blood. Like, mm-hmm. he would have just had to go without a fix. No, I think he would just keep going to Lafayette and offering to dance naked on his camera. <laughs> Which is a much better deal than a possible kidnap and murder charge. Like, this person is still... Like, it's a person. Like, this right. is still a crime. Exactly. <clears throat> so he finally gets to go talk to Sookie, and she's, I guess, over the Bill Burfler, because she's, she's actually working. Right. Um, taking an order, and he just trumps in with his posse of vampires now. Eric and Pam and Chow, just yeah. in tow. Mm-hmm. And walks in like, where's Sam? And Tara's like, didn't in his office. Well, you didn't really stumble to, you were asking about his slaves. And so Bill goes to Sam and is like, I have to leave town for a few days. I need you to watch over Sookie. And Bill's like, or Sam is like, of course I'll watch over Sookie, but I'm going to do it for her, not for you. I hate you. And Bill's like, well, I know the way that you feel about her, and I fucking hate you, okay? <laughs> it's just a big, like, dick-comparing contest. Pretty much. And it's like, Sookie's already made her choice. Just respect that. And Sam, also, you're fucking Tara. Yeah, he so doesn't care. why do you... He doesn't care. He's like, I want both. I want to fuck Tara and be in love with Sookie, okay? But it has to suck for Bill to go to the one person you hate. It was like, you gotta look over my girlfriend. The person who, you know, wants to have sex with your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, and has wanted to forever and was just on a date with her before you were with her. No, they they did it um, while they were in oh, the break yeah. with before they went to the church. That's right, because he did the Descendants of the Glory instead meeting. Yeah, That's right, she did right. it out of spite. She's a petty bitch. <laughs> Respect. But I love that Eric and Pam are literally passing out flyers yes. in the bar. It was like, go to Fantasia, Thursdays <laughs> or ladies night. Like, any of those people would right. go. Right. Uh, I do love their, like, marketing strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Eric then says, remember, we know who has wronged us. Like, we can sense who has wronged us. And you see Amy kind of in the corner just like, oh, no, she's hiding her eyes, not making eye contact. I love that he announces it to the bar. We could smell it. <laughs> he looks dead at her, though. He does. I mean, I'm sure that you can. Especially if he is a sheriff, like, and he has control of all these people. Do you think vampires have to check in with their sheriff and be like, I'm still alive. Doing fine. Probably, but if he's a sheriff, does he have, like, deputies to report back to him? Oh, maybe. But for some reason, he always knows what the fuck Bill's doing. Maybe sheriffs are the makers of the people in town, and they're connected that way. Bill has a woman maker. Oh, that's right. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> We're only getting We're nine episodes sh- in. We're just trying to figure it out. <laughs> so Bill finally gets to tell Sookie after he goes and tells Sam, you have to do this. Uh, Sam's watching over you. <laughs> right. And Sookie's like, well, I want to go testify for you. Like, this isn't right. And Bill's like, if you murdered somebody, you would have to go to trial and, like, you probably wouldn't, you know, escape punishment. But which... she keeps pushing and she goes, Sookie, you can't! Yeah. <laughs> Sookie, you can't go! Oh, Bill, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> and Eric finally is like, okay, Bill, time is up. After they start mouthing each other. Mouthfucking, for mouth- sure. Yeah. And Pam's like, oh, if I could feel, I would have the shivers right now. And Eric's <laughs> like, I wouldn't. Like, okay. Sure. I just love because there's someone out there still trying to kill you. You keep forgetting that. You keep just living your life like nothing's wrong i mean i guess what's better sitting at home waiting to be murdered or is that technically what we do every day <laughs> yeah, i'm just waiting for somebody to go out through my fucking window and murder me 
And then when I go out and live my life, you still have to worry about the murderer being in your house. Wow. There's always something to worry about. There's always. If you take anything from this episode, take that there's always something to worry about. Always be afraid. <laughs> Tara and Sookie make up. And Tara's like, I'm sorry, Sookie. And then Sookie's like, I don't remember what I'm supposed to be mad at you about. So can we just drop it? Which, true friendship. Like, if you're fighting over something and then you need each other, you should just be able to be like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't anymore. even matter. Yeah. But I don't know if anyone has ever took the time. We flash back to Eddie and Jason, mm-hmm. and they're talking in the basement. I don't think he's ever had anybody, like, reach out to him or really care what he's going through. But, of course, like, the whole town knows your sister can hear thoughts. So, right. of course, she's the favorite. Well, and I'm sure they would be hesitant to tell anyone anything, because then if they have it in their mind, and Suki reads their thoughts, and for some reason, like, is able to get a secret about Jason out of them that mm-hmm. maybe he didn't want her to know, I'm sure it would be terrifying to, like open up to anyone, even with the possibility of her finding out. Mm -hmm. But it's really sweet to see them bond. Yeah. Jason just needs, like, a stable person in his life who's not a drug addict. I just feel like he doesn't feel confident in himself. Like, I feel like he, physically, he feels very confident, but emotionally, I feel like he's stuck in a younger self. Definitely. Like, he's very um, emotionally immature. Everybody else in this show has unresolved childhood trauma. So we see Tara trying to give the money back to Sam, and he's like, do you really believe you have a demon? And Tara's like, I don't fucking know. I have some in there that's dark. Right. And she's, like, trying to give it back and keeps talking about how fucked up she is. It's just very vulnerable. But I can't decide, is Sam 45 or the same age as him? Like, I can never tell how old he is, because sometimes he looks really young, and then other times he looks really old. Yeah. He has, like, a, I don't know. One of those faces, I guess. <laughs> he does got one of those faces. Yes, he has a face. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> two eyes and nose about everything. <laughs> he does have two ears. So, well, I mean, shit. you never know the age of those. <laughs> and Tara eventually does end up taking the money and is going to use it towards this exorcism. Then they just make out and potentially have sex. They don't show them having sex, but it's implied. Sam walks out of the back of the office and talks to Amy and is like, hey, where's everybody else? And Amy's like, well, Arlene had to go to her kids. And then Sookie said she's at Bill's house. And Sam is like buckling his belt buckle while this is happening. And then he's like, god damn it, Sook! And takes out out the front door. And just the look on Sookie's face when she sees Sam and Tara together. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bye, I'm leaving. Thanks. <laughs> but so when Sam runs outside after Sookie, Where's and he Bellflower, Bellflower. Mm-hmm, and he's like, Sam, that story you told me about the nudist colony was, was a lie. bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Come <Copy> boy. <laughs> and Sam's like, oh, shit, I forgot something inside. Uh, I'll be right back. And then he runs back inside. The dog runs out. But the only thing is, why does he give a shit so much? Like, there's literally a murderer. If you're worried because he was running through the field naked? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And where did the sheriff go? You haven't seen him for episodes. Yeah, he just disappeared. Disappeared. He has other more important things to do. Right. Like play golf, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But what I love is when the dog run past, Andy Belfer goes, we'll, we'll screw, screw you, you too. too. <laughs> no, not even a dog wants to hang out with you, Andy. Mm-hmm. And so Sookie, we see her roll up at Bill's house. And... Um, she finds the dog outside, and she's like, oh, you scared me. And she brings the dogs into Bill's house, which kind of, you don't know, maybe, like, does Bill have allergies? Do vampires have allergies? 
Well, they still, like, breathe, right? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine a vampire who just has a colon? <laughs> and it just sneezes. <laughs> Me with my, like, runny nose, and I'm like, I'm gonna suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> Blows my nose first. <laughs> yeah. And so she brings the dog inside, and they go upstairs, and she starts taking all their clothes off, and he looks away. The dog looks like, she's like, oh, you're so silly, little dog. She immediately, like, doesn't wash her face, doesn't brush her teeth, just, like, immediately goes in the house and just gets naked and, like, gets in bed. Yeah. At that point, would she have anything at Bill's house? No, probably not, but... Yeah. You go to stop at your Walgreens or something and go get a toothbrush. She lives across the way. Yeah, but maybe she's afraid the murderer is inside. Oh, well, that makes sense. And I love how she's like, no one will think I'm at Bill's. Bitch, everyone's gonna know you're at Bill's. Like, your car's outside. Right. It's a very distinct car. <laughs> and it's not like you're hiding in the crawl space. Two different lamps on his inside tables. On his end tables. <laughs> oh, I guess when you're a vampire, you're just not couldn't find <laughs> Yeah, couldn't find the pairs. Jason's back with more beer. Mm-hmm. And, but he does bring Eddie true blood. Yeah. And he puts a little straw in it so Eddie can drink. Which yeah. is really sweet. You'd think out of the two, I would have, I wouldn't have seen him as a softie. Yeah, though he doesn't warm it up in the microwave. Mm-mm. Or do a bendy straw. <laughs> no, he's just a, a regular plastic. Just straw. like a straight straw, he just kind of has to lean over. And she names the dog Dean. She does name the dog Dean. And she goes, "You're on my feet." You're and then she feet. wakes up, and it's a naked Sam. And she screams, which rightfully so. That'd be yes. terrifying. He's just trying to cover himself up. <laughs> when we were watching that last night, we were like, could you imagine if we just wake up in the middle of the night and Evie's like a person just laying in bed with us? Like you and Jay are at home and you're just like, oh, Rocco, I love you. And then you wake up in like 2 a.m. and Rocco's a fucking person. But the thing is where Rocco sleeps, he sleeps on a pillow above <laughs> Jay's head. So I would get like a dog to the face. <laughs> But like, I would have had a dog to the face. Oh, God. That would be horrible. All right. And with that, we have finished another episode. What we want to do is, if you guys are watching along with us, or even if you're not, just reach out. What is your favorite part of this episode? Uh, yeah, I would love to know because this is just an up and down episode. Yeah. I feel like it, it's a little bit slow. Mm-hmm. But except for the end, it needed to kind of build that. I feel like it's right. also where the... the um, a lot of the plot is starting to come together. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like the ending of this season is going to be a whirlwind. I forgot how the season finales are, but some some shows have some pretty good season finales. I feel like it, this is just constant cliffhangers. Yes. Even like the end of episodes, they just, they feel like they end in the middle of a scene. Definitely. What was your favorite part of this episode? Um, Probably Suki finally realizing that Sam it's is Sam. a shapeshifter. Yeah. Because I really thought that happened so much later, and I'm glad that it's season one, because now I feel like it was something I remembered, so now we don't have to, like, dance around. Dance around it when we want to talk about it, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what my favorite part was. I guess I should have came up with an answer before. (laughs) Um, I really like, I mean, I feel for Tara. I feel Mm. like this was a really big Tara episode. But when she finally was like came to Sam and right. was like thanking him for the money, yeah. because you could tell that nobody's ever done anything like that yeah. for her, and um, she really is just grateful. And that's, I mean, she's like let's suck your penis, I guess. So, <laughs> so. She's like, I will give you a blowjob as a thank. Yeah, she literally was like, I don't even know how to thank you. She was about to say that when he kissed her. So, right. I think that was my favorite episode because somebody had like wants to take care of her and wants right. to help her and wants 
her to like improve or get to where she needs to go. And if if she, fuck if she has a demon, let's let's help her with that too. Right. So I feel like that was the first time that somebody really did something nice and shown that they cared for Tara. And the fact she accepted the help. Like, oh, after not at first, while. yeah. Yeah, not at first, but she did eventually, like, was like, okay, thank you. I just thank think he, she has to do, like, a genuine t- check. Like, yes. do you really mean this, what you say? And he's like, if you give me a blowjob, then yes, Maybe. I do believe, <laughs> this is genuine. <laughs> yeah. But then real quick, I gotta follow your friend to a vampire's house. Right. So. Also, bye. <laughs> yeah, so make this real quick. <laughs> Well, join us next Thursday for episode 10. We're almost done with season one. There's only 12 episodes. Uh, But we will be back next week for another True Blood 